With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Shedden Road is reopened at this hour after a multi-vehicle crash this afternoon. It happened around 3 p.m. A silver SUV was headed west on Shedden Road when it collided with a vehicle in the vicinity of Mary Street. The SUV continued westbound, left the roadway colliding with the wall of a store west of Shedden Road, and then with another silver SUV that was traveling eastbound. The driver of the first SUV exited the vehicle and took off on foot in the direction of Dr. Roy's drive. Police say based on the damage to the vehicle, the driver is believed to have been hurt during the collision. Police are appealing for any witnesses to the collision or who may have seen the driver of the vehicle to contact 949-4222. No other injuries have been reported so far as a result of the incident. The indecent assault trial of a man charged with touching female passengers on a public bus is underway in Grand Court. Radio Cayman's Jevi Ebanks has more. Palinda Disignaki is facing multiple counts of indecent assault after it is alleged that he touched female passengers on public buses without their consent. On Friday, the jury heard from the three complainants, and today, Crown Prosecutor Alexander Barber presented his police witnesses for the jury. The jury heard from a scenes of crime officer who compiled a series of photos to be used for a photo identification process, a detective inspector unconnected to the case who conducted the photo identification, as well as the investigating officer, who received a complaint from at least one person. The jury heard that the photo identification process for the underage victim took place at the multi-agency safeguarding hub office in the presence of a social worker. The jury also saw the original footage of the interview with the RCIPS, where Mr. Disniaki was cautioned and questioned in the presence of an attorney. In cross-examination of the investigating officer, Defense Counsel Keith Myers pressed the officer why her official notebook did not contain some of the information she is testifying to under oath. The officer refuted the defense claims and said her notes recorded what transpired but later conceded that some information was not written. She said, however, the notes showed a clear process of what was said and what happened during Mr. Disniaki's first meeting with the police prior to being cautioned for arrest. The officer told the courts that after receiving the complaint, Mr. Disniaki was informed of the allegations against him. He attended the Georgetown police station and agreed to speak to the police without the presence of an attorney. The police said in the first meeting, Mr. Disniaki did not refute the claims made against him and noted his apologies for making his victims uncomfortable. In his official interview at the detention center, Mr. Disniaki, in the presence of his attorney, admitted to some of the actions he is accused of, but noted that the allegations that he touched a female's breast on the bus was not true. He told the officers that he did touch the victims and noted it was his attempt at flirting and making friends, but when the action was not received in the way he intended, he stopped and apologized to the victim before getting off the bus. The case is expected to continue until Thursday afternoon, after which the jury will be sent to retire. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. At about 6.15 Sunday, officers responded to a report of a wounding outside a convenience store on Party Lane in Georgetown. It was reported that three men were involved in an altercation with one of the men getting stabbed in the chest and back. The victim ran into the store where security officers locked the door behind him. Officers attended the location and arrested a 43-year-old Georgetown man who was found in the vicinity on suspicion of wounding. 
He remains in custody as investigations continue. The third man left the scene prior to the arrival of the police. The victim was taken to the Cayman Islands Hospital to be treated for his wounds, which appear to be non-life-threatening. Anyone with information is asked to contact Georgetown CID at 949-4222. You can also make an anonymous tip to police on their confidential tip line. The number is 949-7777. The Cayman Islands Ministry of District Administration and Lands, in conjunction with the Public Lands Commission and the Public Lands Inspectorate, announced today the approval of vendors for the Seven Mile Public Beach Park area. There were more than 120 applications for the 34 available vending spots. The PLC has issued notices today to all vendor permit applicants, including those who were approved and those who were rejected. For the vendors who are currently operating on Seven Mile Beach and were not approved, a cease and desist notice has been issued to vacate operations by February 14th. Approved vendors are only able to operate based on PLC permit conditions and in compliance with the parameters stipulated in the Seven Mile Beach Park Vendor Policy. Money's earmarked for a new mosquito spray plane in the Cayman Islands. Under the capital part (coughs) of the budget, there are provisions made for the replacement right now because of, of course, financial implications of one additional new plane at this time. And if the funds will allow it, we will explore those options uh, to see where we can add another aircraft in, hopefully by the end of this cycle. But there are provisions made for the purchase of one single aircraft in this budget cycle. While debating $23.8 million in funding for mosquito control services in the United People's Movement two-year budget, Health Minister the Honorable Sabrina Turner was also asked about local dengue treatments. This comes after more than 18 cases were confirmed in the islands back in November, with half considered locally transmitted. Once public health is aware that there are cases in clusters based on where these persons reside, that treatment both on the ground manually and by air and by trucks is done. Health officials today tell us 37 cases of dengue fever were confirmed in 2023, with the last case of the year occurring in mid-December. Officials say one-third of these cases were infections imported into the Cayman Islands by travelers around the Caribbean region, and two-thirds from limited local transmission from imported cases. To date in 2024, there have been no cases of local transmission. Lawmakers approved the Funding and Finance Committee in December. The Development Control Board is meeting tomorrow with five potential subdivisions set to be discussed for the Sister Islands. Radio Command's Carsley Fuller has more. The first subdivision application is for seven lots on Sam McCoy's Drive, a site that, according to the Department of Environment, is known Sister Island's rock iguana habitat. That species is protected under Cayman's National Conservation Act. In its recommendation, the DOE is asking the Development Control Board to do a, quote, comprehensive review of the need for a subdivision of more parcels in Little Cayman. The DOE urged against the project's approval. A 12-lot subdivision is next on the agenda on Southside West Road in Cayman Brack. The beach of the seaward parcel is sea turtle nesting habitat and proposed critical habitat for brown booby birds in the draft species conservation plan for colonial nesting seabirds. There have also been Sister Islands rock iguana nests near the section of the parcel located landward of South Side West Road. If this project is approved, the DOE is asking that the DCB include a provision for no heavy equipment, land clearing, excavation, filling, or development of the resultant parcels without planning permission for such works being granted and written consent from the DOE received 
that there are no sister islands rock iguana, sea turtles, brown booby birds, or their nests that will be impacted by the commencement of works. The next application relates to a four-lot subdivision on South Side West and is adjacent to a marine reserve and consists of a mixture of primary coastal shrubland habitat and a regrowth of vegetation. Other subdivision items relate to the modifications of two applications, one to create a two-lot subdivision and one an 11-lot subdivision, both near Booby Bird Drive in Cayman Brack. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find the full agenda for tomorrow's DCB meeting on planning.ky. The 2024 National Heroes Day celebrations are on Monday, and this year's festivities feature two events. Beginning the day by revering our national heroes and applauding our 2024 Heroes Day honorees then reuniting in historic Georgetown to enjoy Caymanian food and music in an excellent way to embrace our culture. Culture Minister the Honorable Dwayne Seymour says National Heroes Day will feature the annual awards presentation in Hero Square at 9 a.m., followed by the Celebration of Culture event at 4 p.m. on Cardinal Avenue. The theme is Celebrating Cultural Artists and Creatives and will honor more than 80 individuals and groups across three categories, Cherished Classics, cultural luminary, and cultural heritage groups. The awards presentation will be aired live on Radio Cayman 89.9 FM. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.